Apparently, if the soul turns away, it might just fornicate. Anyways, we go to Augustine, uh, Augustine, uh, St. Augustine in Confessions, Book 2, Number 6.14. Thus the soul that turns away from you fornicates. Seeking outside you that which is pure and seeking outside you that which is clean, clear and pure, but which it can only find when it returns to you. All those have erred who seek to imitate you perversely, having distanced themselves from you and extolling themselves in pride against you. But even by seeking to imitate you, they admit that you are the creator of the entire universe and that it is not possible for them to distance themselves from you entirely. What then did I love in that theft, and how did I, albeit perversely and in error, imitate my Lord? Did I delight in breaking your law as if laced fervently, as I lacked power like a slave who steals with impurity, attaining a shadowy resemblance of omnipotence? Behold, servant fleeing his Lord and showing a shadow of putridness. O monstrous life and chasm of death, was I drawn to what was forbidden just because it was forbidden. 7.15 What shall I render to the Lord, that as my memory recalls these things, they do not frighten my soul. I will love you, Lord, and give you thanks and praise your name, because you have forgiven me my evil and nefarious deeds. It is to your grace and mercy that I attribute your melting my sins away like ice. <laughs> I wish she would melt mine away and I could pray before Thanksgiving. Or I could just give give thanks that of what he already did. I uh forgiven the evils that he already forgave me of my pralab karma of the past karma. To your grace also I attribute whatever evils I did not do, for what might I not have done? I who loved an evil deed that I did not, did for no reason. Yet everything has... Oh, bonita. It's okay. Yeah, see. See. Muy bonita. But the evils I committed of my own free will and the evil that, with your guidance, I did not commit, what man, pondering his weaknesses, would dare ascribe his purity and innocence to his own strength, that he should love you less, as if he were less in need of the mercy with which you forgive the sins of those who have turned to you. For whoever is called by you and follows your voice and avoids the things he reads me, recalling and confessing here, should not scorn me who is was sick, but who was cured by that physician through those ministrations. I was no longer sick and rather less sick. He should therefore love you as much as evermore, since he must see that the one who saved me from the great ravages of sin is also the one who has saved him from those ravages. I'm going to make you so. That's for... Exercise. Mm -hmm. 8.16 uh, What reward did I, wretch that I was, gain from those things at remembering which I can now only blush with shame, particularly that theft in which I loved only the thief, theft and nothing else. The theft itself is so trifling. 
Yeah, it's actually trifling. I, therefore, the greater wretch, poor loving it. But I would not have committed it alone. I remember my state of mind at the time. I would certainly not only have committed it alone. In that theft, I also love the company of those with whom I committed it. See, you usually are in a company with a certain type of people. And you run with the wolves. Uh, you behave like the people you run with. Whoever the your company you keep, you become like the company you keep. So could I have loved nothing but the theft? Yes, I did love nothing. For that company itself was nothing. What was this reality, really? Who can tell me except he who illuminates my heart, shedding light on its shadows? What drives my mind to question, examine, and seek? For had I loved the fruits I stole and wanted to enjoy them, I could have done it alone. Had committing the evil deed been sufficient to attain my pleasure, nor would I have needed accomplices to rouse the heat of my cravings. But as my pleasure was not in those prayers, it was an evil deed itself done in the company of sinful crope. That's like saying, like, you know, was... Bernie Madoff responsible for stealing, or was it his wife who wanted to buy a, spend too much money? So he had to make more money. He was forced into it. If you have a narcissistic wife, uh, you think he was pushed to uh, steal? Why didn't he just, he could have just been happy with the brokerage business, uh-huh. For a bachelor, that would have been adequate income. But for a married man with a narcissistic wife, you have to start a hedge fund. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 9.17, what was my state of mind? Uh, what is certain is that it was quite despicable and a woe to me. Who can understand sin yet? What was the state of mind? It was a matter of mockery, as if our hearts were titillated, that we could trick those who would never believe us capable of such deeds and would have been horrified. Why then was I so delighted, but still would not do the deed alone, because nobody easily mocks alone. Indeed, no one does, and yet men are sometimes gripped by laughter. When they are alone, when no one else is present, and if they perceive something ridiculous... But I would most definitely not have done this alone. Here, my God, before your eyes is the vivid recollection of the state of mind I was in alone. I would not have committed the theft in which I did not like what I stole, but that I stole. Let's see. As people are pushed in it for a need of money. Committing the theft alone would not have appealed to me, nor would I have done it. I could have just stayed with, lived happily after after in a bank job with a basic salary, alone as a bitch, living a life of simplicity. But no. The more you make, the more you have to make, and then, and then, and then the whole thing comes down. Oh, friendship, friendship, unfortunate, fathomable, seducer of the mind, oh, desire to do evil for sport and jest, becomes a sport after a while. 
see Wall Street is sort of like becomes after a while it's just a sport where the traders steal from each other you know, as a sport because after a certain amount you make you don't need any more thirsting to harm what belongs to another without seeking any gain for myself or desiring revenge one hears one's companions calling let us go let us do it and it's a shame not to be shameless 10.18. Who can unravel this twisted and tangled knot? It is detectable. I do not wish to dwell on it. I do not want to think further about it. What I want is you. Oh, clemency and innocence of unsating satiety. So beautiful and glorious to honest eyes with you is utter peacefulness and undisturbable life. Whoever enters into you, capital U, enters into the joy of his Lord and shall have no fear and will find himself exalted. In my youth I drifted away from you and erred, my God, straying far from your steadfastness, becoming to myself a desert of dire want. See, I have become a desert of dire want. It's okay. That's the desert. Huh?